Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. With a flood of information being thrown at us every day, often smaller news stories get left in the dust. Right. News that in a normal year would be a news story for days is forgotten in less than an hour. That's why we wanted to bring you Well, That Happened, a podcast that looks back on news from the past couple weeks. Things that you may have forgotten. Things that you may have wanted to forget. But mostly, things that made us say, well, that happened. Welcome back to the show that needs to change its intro music. (laughs) I'm Terrence and I am Lee and today we have a few items to talk about of things that have happened in the news since we were last here Um, most of the country can literally feel the first one in talking about you know everyone in the almost everyone I think it was 48 states had snow and ice on the ground Mm -hmm. at one point and one of the larger stories however came out of Texas, where if anyone who has been to Texas, um, I've actually never been except for the airport. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah, but anyone who's been to Texas, you don't Mm -hmm. expect snow and ice and all those things. Um, But that's what they got. And I don't know, I wanted to start by talking about just the, the, the strangeness of what was going on when Mother Nature and other things decided to break tradition and actually mess with texas yeah (laughs) yeah so um i don't know for me personally i was at first um like everyone else i was like oh that's interesting like they don't know how to handle snow and cold Mm -hmm. some people made a joke about it oh everyone was well in the beginning before you actually saw photos that came out everyone was like okay texas like figure out how to deal with snow and then it's like (laughs) you start seeing pictures and you were like oh god that is (laughs) really bad especially places like san antonio like, yeah i think of that as being the hot desert mm-hmm. oh for, uh, every place in texas is burning up hot yeah like well, it's crazy well yeah you my know, my my knowledge of texas is uh <laughs> dallas cowboys okay houston texans <laughs> houston rockets gotcha. san antonio spurs okay and <clears throat> waco because of chip and joe Ah, gotcha. It's about it. <laughs> gotcha. My oh, and, knowledge is about Austin, and that's about it. I know a lot about Austin, Texas. I know a lot about the city of Austin, but I've never been there. It's really cool. It was part of the, the cities I studied for urban economics, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah, and their growth and their lack of a highway belt because they didn't plan for the growth that they saw oh yeah um there's one similar city close to us that had the same issue which is nashville oh yeah had growth when they changed some of their tax laws Mm -hmm. and they gave businesses incentives for moving there and then Hmm. they couldn't keep up with the growth so that's why nashville (laughs) traffic sucks yep um but no in texas 
not only were people not accustomed to the weather, and this is this is the larger part of it, and we can also talk about um, their senator who then wanted to be like Nelly and have some secrets that couldn't leave Cancun, <clears throat> but we can talk about that. But I wanted to start with the the devastation that followed because when it gets cold and icy, what do you do in your house? Turn on the heat. Yeah. And very high. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't live together because I hate heat. But wow. the uh, what happened in Texas is one houses there aren't built to withstand heat because or withstand the cold because they're not used to it, mm-hmm. and that means you have to use even more energy to try to heat them. And there was a huge drain on the energy grid, which then precipitated rolling blackouts or just power failures. And then people were like, well, how does that happen? And so do you know, um, obviously you know, because everyone's been talking about this, but just kind of what led to that. And this was something that was unfamiliar to me because I, you know, again, didn't know much about Texas. So I reached out to a friend of mine who is from Texas mm-hmm. to ask one, how their family was doing, but two, like, how do you get in that position? And it all comes down to politics, like everything else. Of course. And I didn't know that Texas was on its own energy grid. And so in the United States, we have our Eastern energy grid and our Western energy grid and our Texas <laughs> energy grid. And yeah. the reason that we have these large collections of grids is if there's power, there are power challenges in one area, we can easily connect to them and send power that way if there's an overburdened system. Mm-hmm. Um, and Texas, being Texas and all and doing what they want to do, decided that they wanted to have their own. And the reason is, depends on who you ask, but the consensus I've heard is they wanted this deregulation um, and to be able to stay clear from federal regulations and for from federal meddling in their affairs. And it works out really well. Yeah, it worked out great. So sad. Which I guess. So, so bad. It, yeah, bad is one way to describe it. Yeah. It's, it's frustrating because, yeah. you know, there are people who live there who had nothing to do with that decision, mm-hmm. but now they have to bear the brunt of it because the people who made those decisions, they have the ability to sustain themselves without power or they probably have massive generators or, and we'll get to it later, they can fly away and leave until it gets better. Yeah. Um, but one thing, and anyone who knows me knows I can rant about this for a long time, but capitalism is what really drove that whole issue and the the deregulation and being able to have these different entities that then can control energy and I don't know, what do you think about the capitalist interference with the energy in Texas? I mean, well, I hate capitalism, obviously. The but end. Show over. We okay, hate capitalism. The end, that's it. Six and a half minutes. Good job. I think that maybe <laughs> I need to understand more how that drove the energy like, so were you saying that capitalism is the reason that they have their own power grid? 
Is that what you're saying? I think I may yeah. be confused at what point you're trying to make. So, so there's politics. So are you saying that because like big business controls politics and donates, then therefore the energy grid has to do with capitalism? I just wanted because so this try to I'll try to break it down. A okay. Little. To make more sense. Like, please I, explain so I can have a valid opinion on this instead of being like, yep, it's bad. Okay, moving on. I mean, I think that's a great valid opinion right there. Okay. Um, so the decision to not participate in the larger grid and to basically create a an independent system um, was driven by policymakers who could have been influenced by their friends who would open their own energy companies. Gotcha, gotcha. Who okay, cool. Then in this turn makes sense. have less federal regulation on how they operate. Because it's more independent, because it's yep. all controlled by their friends in Texas. Yep. Gotcha. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. And I hate that very much because I feel like that's a very common theme within politics of, yep. you know, oh you're my friend and you <laughs> wanna make money. Cool. Well I'll cut you this deal, even though it's gonna Potentially in the future, screw ever ever screw over everyone. Yeah, that's that's my biggest one of my biggest issues with politics is the way that you can get into politics to benefit yourself and your friends mm-hmm. um, financially. And yeah. what's gross about the Texas situation is I don't know if you've seen the energy bills that people are getting. Oh yeah, um, I mean they're astronomical. <laughs> they're it's insanity. Yeah, like mine this past this past month was just put business out on the street like this mm-hmm. $486 and I was like oh my god how in the world mm-hmm. which my bad running the gas fireplace all day and all night yeah. my bad but uh, in Texas I saw some that were like $16,000 yeah so like my $400 Insanity. seems like cheap even right. though it wasn't but it seems cheap compared to $16,000 I mean that's just I just don't know how you can be so... Why you gotta be so rude? Like, ill-prepared for that. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Also, I really, truly, kind of kind of sidebar, but still on the same subject. I don't know if this is true or not, because no one could actually quote-tweet it. Everyone just found a screenshot of Ted Cruz tweeting out, About I'll believe in climate change oh. when Texas freezes over, and he tweeted that in 2016. Yeah, I and I don't know if it's I never fact checked it, but so I did. I took it with a grain of salt, but I was just like, okay, buddy, but it's on Earth. Like things can happen because it's weather. And yeah, it can be crazy. I mean, I saw that. I I assumed that it was a quote tweet of a picture because he probably deleted it. That's a good point. Um, but we can be um, podcast sleuths while we talk and do an advanced search on Twitter. I was about to and say see you if can it's do a still little, there. Little semicolon um, action at <laughs> <laughs> I know how to do that. I learned like a couple weeks ago because I was well, actually I learned about a year ago. Um, yeah. when I needed to see if I was being too political for my <laughs> job. So I was looking for political words. Um But no, I I think the what's going on there is just it's uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and I don't understand how um, we expect these people to pay that Mm -hmm. Um, oh yeah and I wouldn't pay it and I don't there there are very few people who could afford to pay that and the ones who could are the ones who 
can leave or who mm-hmm. have generators or don't have those high bills because they were able to do something else. And so yeah. that bothers me. That's about as eloquent as I can put that. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's such a it's such a selfish non I just like as a government official, you have to prepare for every situation. And I feel like so many times people just say, oh, this could never happen to me. Oh, this is going to definitely work out in my benefit. And it just never happens. So I'm really hoping that, you know, at the least people just have learned their lesson and recognize that like, oh, okay, the worst that could have happened can happen all the time. Like, I feel like, I don't know, it's just such a, (laughs) not to get real spill the tea over here it's just such a white man way of thinking of just like the worst (laughs) thing could never happen to me it'll never don't i why am i worried about things like this no you have to be a paranoid patty sometimes okay Paranoid patty like you do like this is why women are way better i think at solving crimes than men because we're constantly paranoid we think everyone's (laughs) out to get us so we constantly have to think worst case scenario all the time to be prepared for these situations in our head I mean, Olivia Benson's clearance rate is, like, astronomical, so you're probably right. I'm just uh, saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. All of my claims are not based in science. This is all speculation, by the way. I don't want people to think that I'm, like, you know, this is not something I've researched. These are just things that I hypothesize. Yeah. So there you go. It, You know, it, I think it makes sense. And, you know, this is our show. We can hypothesize all we want. Okay, great. Um, no, but I, I, in all seriousness, I hope that, people in Texas get what they need mm-hmm. and that um, they get some leadership, which I'm just to, I don't want to sp- give this more than 90 seconds or two minutes. Yeah. Uh, so it's 120 seconds. Oh, but it, what was really frustrating and difficult is the senator from Texas decided to fly to Cancun for a vacation in the middle of all this, blame it on his children, and then... I don't know, then get ratted out by their friends and neighbors. Yep. And then come back, and the only thing I saw him do was hand out one water bottle to somebody. And then you have a congressperson from New York who raised $5 million to contribute to getting food and water Mm -hmm. and all that to people in Texas. Mm Mm-hmm. And you have someone else who's not an elected official anymore in Texas who helped raise $700,000 and phone banked and got people help they needed. Yeah. And it's like, this is a larger question that I wrestle with all the time. Like, what is the benefit of elected office if you're not doing it to help people? And sometimes is it like, what do we expect mm-hmm. elected people to do in in a crisis but then at the same time the person who helped get money from new york is an elected official just not from texas yeah so they were able to use like leverage their position to Mm -hmm. help so why can't that be the norm as opposed to an outlier why do celebrities have to raise money for things that government should be doing period yeah it's it's so dumb like they should be raising money for like cancer research not which the basic, government also should be raising money for. Well, yes. I mean that too, but yeah. it's just you know what I mean, like yeah. basic human needs, like water and power. Yeah, it's like those are basic. Like that is bare minimum. The I, bar is lower. The bar is on the floor, y'all. <laughs> the bar is on the floor. Then think of places like here, 
like in Kentucky, where we don't have that many uh, celebrities who could help raise money for things. Yeah. Like Jennifer Lawrence can only do so much. Exactly. Um, and what's his name? Uh, can I think of his name right now? There George Clooney. <laughs> exactly. No, yeah. literally. Yeah. That's yeah. the end. And then, I mean, yeah. So, anyway, I didn't want to give uh, Mr. Cruz any more uh, comments than needed. But yeah, I do believe you had someone else who definitely doesn't deserve too much time about them to talk about as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I feel like this is just, it's worth bringing up because it is something that is very relevant recently, even though... I don't think this person deserves a lot of attention. We're just going to call her Schmarjorie Schmaler. Smeen. Schmeen. We'll just call her MTG for the rest of this. So, um. No, she doesn't get letter treatment. That's reserved for, like, RBG. We're just going to call her Marge. Yeah, Marge. I like Marge. It's kind of a dumb name, so we'll just call her that. <laughs> Marge um, Simpson disagrees, but go ahead. Yeah. So, <laughs> essentially, this week, um, the Equality Act was voted on. Okay, um, on the House floor Wednesday, uh, and Marge has a hi- she's has a history of making very offensive statements um, about the transgender community, and this past week she made a lot of arguments that she opposed it. Obviously, didn't matter. It went through. Everyone was really stoked about it, um, and so this <laughs> just incredible representative marie newman decided that she was going to be a little cheeky and put a transgender pride flag cheeky by good old marge's office which i mean (laughs) is very shady but also deserved it's a flag first off it's a literal flag she didn't post like f you you suck i think you're ugly on her you know, door or anything, right? So she put, a, you know, a little flag beside her door. And to get back at Marie Newman now, and I also need to um, note that Marie's daughter is transgender. So this is a very sensitive and close to home subject for her. Uh, Marge decided to post a sign on her door that says there are two genders. And then in all caps in red lettering, it says male and female trust the science which first off there is no science to back it i don't know if you know that or not (laughs) like i don't know what you're reading it's probably like facebook article science okay (laughs) and so there's been this big uh talk today because it's like the fact that not only did she post this but she took a picture of her sign because she was so proud of it and posted it and had this like really like weird dumb like message saying like oh (laughs) representative marie newman uh wants to pass this so-called equality act and take rights away from women and like all this stuff that's just ridiculous because there's nothing about transgender rights that takes anything away from women like i'm not really sure what you think is being taken away from women but the right to be a woman the right to be a woman i know (laughs) which is just like okay girl um, so that's, uh, what's been happening this week. And, um, I just kind of want to hear your thoughts <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my thoughts are, uh, Marge equal bad <laughs> rights equal good. No, um, I, I, 
I mean, that's all of that's true. But um, I think the timing of that, granted, this doesn't have to do with uh, housing, but the timing of that happening um, also just made me think about something exciting happening around here, mm-hmm. um, but and really across the country, um, is one of the first executive orders that President Biden signed um, mandated that federal agencies had to take into consideration for discrimination purposes um, gender identity and orientation and I think that that is worlds uh, ahead Mm -hmm. of where we were a year ago oh absolutely Um, it is and just it's interesting now seeing behavior like Marge and those types of viewpoints being espoused um, at the same time that the courts and the government in some capacity is recognizing the opposite of what she's trying to preach. And so, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I think it's good on us to be moving forward. We still have a lot to do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, But it's great that it's at least happening definitely because there were a very small amount of people who stood with her and opposed the act um and a lot of you know members of the gop even came forward and was like we need to remove i think garbage was actually one of the words used like we need to remove garbage like this from the gop it's not helping anything which i'm just (laughs) like all right all right all right all right we're moving we're moving along Maybe yeah. it's at a well, slow pace, but we're moving along. We'll also wait and see if they do anything with that, because yeah. some people are very big to make big pronouncements and then not follow that up with oh, action. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, on a on a s- similar note, um, just thinking about how Marge is not large and in charge, um, is talking about the, the shift in the tenor of the country. Um, and Lee and I, before even recording this, we're talking about how there's a lot less to talk about right now because we don't have a tweeter in chief, um, causing mischief. And so, but what's interesting is one of the things that is happening presently is the new president, um, when they come in, they have to staff their cabinet. And what's interesting and frustrating about this country and I guess it could be a protection if applied correctly is the um, Senate is to confirm and consent to any nomination to the cabinet of the executive and some of them have gone pretty smoothly um, but some have not and one thing that's been interesting is there are a few outstanding nominations that have yet to be confirmed or appointments that have yet to be confirmed and there's something strikingly similar about them um in that some of the ones that have been more contentious and have lacked that bipartisan support because you need a ton of votes to do it um, is the women of color who are up for confirmation. Mm-hmm. And one of them in particular, um, Nira Tandon, is really facing an uphill battle because 
there are certain senators who like to refer to her quote-unquote mean tweets um, directed at the, the government um, and some of them for some of their actions under the past administration and using that as a disqualifier to be a, to become firm to this post. Mm-hmm. And I this doesn't have to be a long conversation, but like one, it looks terrible that the ones, the appointments being held up are the ones that aren't white dudes. Um, that's pretty stark when you look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, even the person who this same Senate refused to even hold a vote for when they were up for the Supreme Court, they even sailed through. Um, but, and also the same Senate that confirmed um, a multi-time accused sexual assault uh, person to the Supreme Court um, has a problem with someone who tweeted uh, their disgust with some actions. And so it's just interesting in thinking about some of the statements and comments by Marge Mm -hmm. and Marge's actions online. um, It's not disqualifying to do mean tweets as the president or as a um, possibly racist and homophobic and transphobic. (laughs) And a white person. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's fine then. And so it's just, I don't know. There's not much newsy about it. I just want to talk about it because it's frustrating. I mean, it's a topic to bring up because it is, it's something that we need to be aware of because these are questions that we have to ask because if we ask them, then they publicly get asked on social media and then people feel pressured to like look at this in a way that other people are probably not looking at it. Yeah. And people get pressured into, you know, make, like we were just talking about, people are making big sweeping statements and we have to hold them accountable (laughs) to that even though they might not be holding true to it eventually they'll have to because you know if you talk the talk you gotta walk the walk sometimes so talking about this is making people hopefully feel pressure to talk the talk and eventually well well. hopefully they will at least take a little baby crawl to crawl the walk (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) maybe that like weird phase where you can't crawl yet so you like start rocking back and forth and then you like fall forward at least yeah like superman (laughs) on the floor a little bit yeah superman oh (laughs) Um, little soldier boy Uh, (laughs) great (laughs) no yeah i i I think um that's a good point and just we we need to talk about just the the method or manner in which people conduct themselves and how it doesn't always line up with their stated goals and actions Mm -hmm. or and beliefs and all of that and so hopefully she is confirmed by the next time we record anything because it's just a dangerous precedent to set that oh you had you spoke out in opposition of something Mm -hmm. so now we're going to hold your political future or your career hostage because of something that you posted while you were sitting or doing like everyone does in the elevator when you want to avoid awkward small talk by like looking at your phone and tweeting something right um so in opposition that's the thing too is i i do think that people should be held accountable for offensive things that they tweet yes for sure so it's it's not that oh you're getting punished for tweeting something it's you're getting 
punished for tweeting something that was in opposition of yep. an opinion, not something that was like offensive to like or oppressive of any sort. Offensive thing. and oppressive, yeah. Yes. So there you go. Just, but yes. Just pure dissidence is fine. You can have a contrary opinion and right. whatever. Totally. Um. So yeah, just wanted to get that out there, just because it's something that fresh that's frustrating to it me. It is. It very much is. But it's definitely. I don't know. I just think about that at times, and it's like, mm, well, um, this is where we are as a country, and this is where we are as people, mm-hmm. um, and definitely need to do better, and we need to take larger steps um, than we're taking because there are so many people that have very interesting views right now, and. I just worry about the pervasive nature of some of these types of behaviors. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's just where I am. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That's a good way to wrap that up. Yeah, I'll do it again, you know. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to. No, just going. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) But, no, I think one thing in just thinking of the way that certain people behave that frustrates me and... I know you wanted to talk about this, and so I'll let you bring the the story forward. Mm-hmm. But just thinking about how people tweet things that are offensive or are oppressive or whatever, um, I was looking the other day after um, the incident with Tiger Woods, mm-hmm. and some of the things that these famous people were tweeting out or... Um, media organizations were posting i was like how in the world so you can update people on what happened with eldrick if you would like oh yeah yeah um so essentially if you didn't open your phone in this past week um (laughs) you are now learning from me that tiger woods was in a really really horrible car accident um he essentially crossed the median veered across two lanes and hit a curb and then literally just like flipped his car like a crazy amount of times he literally had to be pulled out of it with the you know so-called jaws of life which are that's the worst name for any sort of contraption yeah they should really change i literally hate that so much it's so stressful um so he was rushed rushed to the hospital put under got into surgery and he obviously he pulled through thankfully um but he sustained injuries to his leg that they literally had to put rods, pins, screws. Like, his leg is just effed, essentially. And so he has a very, very long or road. Stronger. To, or stronger. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be bionic, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, they said his leg, like, almost had to be amputated. Like, it was so horrible. Um, so he obviously has a very long road of recovery ahead of him. Um, but thank- thankfully, he survived. And it was a very, very big and very commented on news story yeah and that's that's where i get frustrated and i know i've said frustrated a lot but i'm a very frustrated person right now and a lot of that has to do with social media welcome to this year (laughs) (laughs) but like as soon as this happened i saw so many people like quickly speculate oh it was drugs painkillers he was on like that was the first thing i saw not i hope he's okay not any well wishes not Oh, was anyone else in the car? How are they doing? Did yeah. he hit anyone else? How are they? Yeah. Um, the first thing I saw was, hey, guys, remember he had back surgery 30 days ago. He is probably on some opiates. Like, 
that was the first reaction of people. And yeah. then an hour later, I still had no idea what was going on with him, mm-hmm. but I definitely saw the media like post all the pictures of the mistresses and bring that whole story back up which is just like why is it no like what does it have to do with a car wreck also i'm sorry but like do i care about golf no not in the least bit i think i can name two golfers one is tiger woods the other is so you can name one golfer. i can name one golfer (laughs) We do have and one from Louisville who has won multiple isn't his times. Name like Justin, Justin Thomas. Thomas. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then there's another guy with that's old, older. There are a lot. Of, most of them are older. He's like a white guy. Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson. See, I knew who that is. So, like, I really don't know a lot about golf, but I, one thing that I do know is that Tiger Woods is very good. He is a very incredible athlete. He is ex- like he has won many many things. Do I know how many? No, but I hear about him all the time as an athlete. Second and most majors ever, and yeah. See, there you yeah. go. And it just sucks that. Okay, has he made mistakes in his past? Yes, but also was I mean not to like be dark or anything, but it's not like he was out there like sexually assaulting people. It's not like he has raped anyone, right? He hasn't raped anyone. No. Right? Okay. Yeah. It's he not- was meeting waitresses <laughs> at Waffle House. Like, is that is that very bad to do? Yes. But there have been athletes who have done way worse, way, way, way worse. And I just yeah, feel like I think of so. these, I feel like a lot of black athletes are put under this immense pressure to, like, you just want to make them look bad at all times. It's like, okay, yeah, he's been successful, but also he's yeah. done X, Y, and Z. I wasn't like, going to go there, but you are not wrong I just like it makes me so mad because there's many many white athletes who have done way 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 worse and no one no one even bats an eye it's like yeah but he's like a really great athlete and he's like really talented who cares if he rapes somebody he's done a lot for his community who cares that he like raped two women at a restaurant and both um, can be true you can be a good athlete and you can be a bad person yeah I don't I think that Tiger Woods maybe had a little some things going on that he definitely needed to work out. With Have you watched the documentary? The I've not watched his documentary, so I don't really know. I'm just speculating. Well, not his. Documentary. But yeah. like, I, like it was so long ago. Why are you bringing that up now? Because he was in a car wreck. Yeah, that's absolutely insane. Now, if he was going through like a divorce publicly, maybe we can bring that up. But it's like he was in a like he had like pretty much life threatening injuries. Yeah, I didn't see. Like, what the frick, y'all? <laughs> First off, I love when you say what the frick. That's like, <laughs> your thing. But also, um, the first statement I saw was from the one of the women who, not his, girl, not his girlfriend, mm-hmm. but someone who was a prior girlfriend when all the scandal broke. Like, why did you ask her first? Like, mm-hmm. Or, like, why are you asking her at all? Yeah. She has nothing to do with his life. She has nothing to do with the crash. She has nothing to do with his recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe, I'm assuming they did reach out to his people, but in everything in Tiger World, they're very protective of him and they're very quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. It was just difficult. And I'm, I'm glad you went there because I wasn't going to. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is it is frustrating that like a successful black person can't even be injured in peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> It's like... You have this near-death experience, and the first thing they want to do is make you look worse as opposed to mm-hmm. worrying about your well-being. 
And to your point about like not knowing much about golf, I knew zero about golf Mm -hmm. until Tiger Woods broke onto the scene in 97 and won the Masters. And it Mm -hmm. was like, wait, a black person can play golf in a high level. And then it opened up this sport and this world to so many more people who felt excluded from it, still Mm -hmm. feel excluded from it. But there was this, this at least view that there is some path in there and there are people Mm -hmm. who can navigate that world. And then, yeah, he had some stuff like, and I don't make excuses for anyone, but like after his best friend and only person he ever talked to died, his Mm -hmm. dad, who Mm -hmm. like made him what he was. Yeah. He went a little crazy. Yeah. (laughs) And he, as I like, and then he had some things happen. He got better. He went to treatment. He went to therapy. He Mm -hmm. like apologized. He lost probably a billion dollars. Yeah. And then he had this redemption story where he came back and won the masters Mm -hmm. and like the whole world was like oh my god tiger's back and it was a big thing again nike was like loving it because their star athlete was back yeah and absolutely making them billions and making all these other people um a lot of money and then something bad happens to him and the first thing people want to do is run to the negative again and it's just yeah i don't know it's frustrating it's like it's Do very... I even want to be successful? Because then if I ever am, then people are going to be like, oh, but like in seventh grade, he like, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's no safety in anything. I mean, the same thing happened with Kobe Bryant. Like, yeah, whenever he passed away, it was, I mean, yes, there were people who obviously were talking yeah. about his legacy and how great he was. But it's like, you know, there was just that little community online who had to bring up the cheating and had to bring up all this stuff and had to bring up the fact that he yeah. used the Epsler, which, great example of someone who freaking put your money where your mouth is. Yes. He said that, he was called out, and instead of just being like, oh, like, I didn't know it was bad, like, I was in the heat of the moment, like, he literally was like, you know what, that was terrible. I shouldn't have done that, and here's what I'm going to do to change it. And anyone who I hear using that from now on, I'm going to call them out and hold them accountable for it. Yep. So, you know, people can do bad things, and they can redeem themselves. Like, we don't need to just keep on bringing up the bad things over and over and over and over. And it is very pointed on who the bad things come up for a little bit more often. Yeah. So, yeah, that hopefully, just to wrap that up, hopefully Tiger is... Okay, I hope he gets mm-hmm. to come back and play again. Um, I want I I don't know if you've seen this, but the video of him and his son Charlie playing in the tournament a couple of weeks ago mm. where it's creepy how similar they are. Their mannerisms are all the same. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like freakishly creepy. Um, but it's so cute and adorable and it's like that's the Tiger Woods that is like thinking about that's this kid's dad. Mm-hmm. is in the hospital and people wanted to start by like bringing up all the bad and not wondering about Charlie's dad. Um, so anyway, um, on a, since this is a sour note, just to uh, circle back to some fun. Yeah. Um, just thought we'd close out with another installment oh, of wait, what? Uh, and feel free to go first, Lee, since I am. Well, don't you have two? I do have two. You go um, and then I'll go in the. I'm the go. downer over here, um, talking about all the sad things. No, so, okay. okay, the first one, um, I had four, but 
I'm gonna pick two that I think are funny. I um, thought we were only supposed to pick one. This is supposed to pick two, Leandrica. Oh, um, sorry. Anyway, in Alaska, Leandrica. Sorry. <laughs> what the frick? Is that my um, name? Okay. Anyways, go ahead. A woman in Alaska was using her outhouse, um, and this is her statement. Um, I got out there and sat down on the toilet, and immediately something bit my butt right as I sat down. So what was it, you ask? A woman in Alaska was bit on the butt by a bear in her outhouse. <laughs> Did she not notice that there was a bear? I guess not. In uh, her outhouse? It was dark. And How large are outhouses in Alaska? <laughs> right. Uh, she said, I opened the toilet seat and there's just a bear face right there at the level of the toilet seat, just looking right back up through the hole. So apparently it had come in the back or under it and then oh. had its face up in the... Oh, maybe he got stuck. It was cold and trying to get inside somewhere. Oh, um, sweet baby. That next morning, um, they found bear tracks all over the property, but the bear had left. And so you could just see bear tracks in, in the snow going away from the outhouse. Oh. <laughs> Poor little bear. Yeah. That's Poor little bear. Hilarious. All right, are you ready for mine? I am. This thing makes me laugh so hard. I hate this for this person, but okay. So, in case you didn't know, I'm a huge TikTok fan. I love TikTok so much. Oh, no, I had no idea. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, there was a challenge on TikTok. So, I don't if, if you're not familiar with TikTok, you record a video, and you can, like, stitch together a video. So, like, if someone says, like, name me your, you know, whatever, your favorite, yada, yada. You can take that video and then continue it and tell your story. So this is one of those things. And the original video was, <laughs> tell me the dumbest tattoo you've ever gotten, okay? <laughs> and this girl was like, oh, <laughs> I absolutely take the cake on this one. And you're expecting like, I don't know, like a fairy tattoo or some sort of like dumb stuff. <laughs> she said last year, um, she was like feeling like, really like true to herself she had gone through this like big spiritual awakening and was very comfortable with who she was and so on march 4th of 2020 by the way this girl lives in uh georgetown kentucky so she's yeah. very close here on march 4th 2020 she got tattooed on her arm in writing courageously and radically refused to wear a mask <laughs> <laughs> and two days later our first covid case <laughs> in Kentucky was announced. That's awesome. And she, I mean, like, I can't imagine, like, I laughed so hard when I saw that because I felt so bad for her because now it's like, it's on her arm. It's not like, you know, yeah. on her rib or anything. <laughs> like, all last summer, she was just like, oh, um, no. I just. That's that's sad. It's hilarious. You want to know what's also really funny about it? What? That was one of my four. <laughs> Stop. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my god. It makes me, I just, I thank god you didn't get that. Because I mean. The title was Kentucky Girl Regrets Tattoo. Oh and my god. And then I was like, that doesn't seem like a very interesting story. Mm. And then I opened it, I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Oh man. Uh, it's a really pretty tattoo though. I, I saw the video, like it popped up on my feed. You should get one. It is just like very it. gorgeous. I love the font. It looks great. But... You know what though? <laughs> like it could be an optimistic one after COVID ends. Yeah. She's like saying that it's never coming back. Yeah. Yeah, and like, we're just looking forward. Get vaccinated. Yeah. You refuse to wear a mask because you are vaccinated. Make it a statement. Yeah. Flip it. Yeah. 
flip it gear. Flip it and reverse it. Anyways, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so my last one, and this is just a cute story okay, that ready. I thought would make you happy. Okay. And anyone else. So okay. Dananda. A koala has been rescued after causing a five car pileup <laughs> trying to cross the freeway. <laughs> so a koala got into a car and drove it on the freeway in Australia. Um, a woman went to a koala snuck into a car and a woman went to the gas station and left the car on. And while she went into the gas station, the koala took it and drove off. (laughs) And so people are okay, but it tried to cross the freeway and cause a five car pile up trying to cross six lanes. And so it's sad. It's hilarious and also adorable. <laughs> and I will show That's you a picture amazing. of the koala in oh, question. Gosh, I can't wait. Driving his car. <laughs> no, make it stop. Oh, look how. Oh, he's so cute. And he's safe, so. I love him. Yeah. Well, he did a great job. He's a great driver. I bet he can parallel park. I bet he can. Anyway, that's all. <laughs> yeah, that was our show. And hopefully, um, the next time we do this, no more people will be injured by koalas, mm-hmm. and uh, Tiger Woods will be on the mend, mm-hmm. and Texas will have electricity. Hey. Hey. <laughs> and hopefully I have a new intro. Yes, we will have a new <laughs> intro, we promise. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.